Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. This is Corey. I'm here with Hampton. In Hampton today, we want to share about some ideas that 90% of leaders miss. And so if you're a leader out there, hopefully you're paying attention that you could be in the 10% who get it and the 10% who do something about it. And so this came from, I, w- I was doing some some research on some cool things that we're working on here at WildSpark and stumbled across a conversation, an interview that someone was having with John Maxwell. And uh, he was talking about about these and we thought that this would be great just to share with, with our audience as well. And so the thing that 90% of leaders miss is this, is that they never invest in developing leaders. They only develop followers. And there's a difference there between developing a leader and developing a follower. And a lot of leaders don't want to develop leaders or lead leaders because leading leaders, Hampton, is hard, hard to do. But if you want a lasting legacy and if you want to position yourself to do what's next for you and to move on to the next greatest thing that you want to do in your career, in your life, then you've got to get the leader behind you ready. And so most leaders are not doing that. They're developing followers. They're not developing leaders. And so in this interview, John Maxwell talks about three things that we should consider when developing leaders. And so we want to share them with you. I'll share number one, Hampton, you can share number two and number three, and uh, then we'll wrap it up. But I'll say this, that it is okay for you to work yourself out of a current job. And then in this interview, he talks, uh, John Maxwell talks about that, that working yourself out of your job, and Hampton, I know that you have done this in, in your career to where you've worked yourself out of a job, and it was a great thing, right? Because that enabled you to take on the next job that you had or the next big thing. And so it's okay to do that because developing the leader behind you may result in that one day they're doing your job so you can move on to the next big and great thing that you want to do. And so number one of three things you consider when developing leaders is this, is that if you want to develop leaders, you always have to start by being a great leader yourself. And so what that means is the people that are following you, the people that you are choosing to invest in, you become the model for them and you show them how things are done. They can watch you and learn how to do the job from a technical perspective or a role-based perspective, but also from a character perspective and how you lead people, teams, how you engage, how you um, create and, and enhance the culture that you're in. And so if you want to develop leaders, it has to start with you developing yourself. And we talk about that here. We talk about the order of operations, that the first step in the order of operations is what, Hampton? Lead me first. Lead me first. The first person that I need to lead is me. The first person that you need to lead is you. And there is a ceiling. There is a lid that all of us have. And But uh, there's an opportunity to raise that lid through self self investment, self-leadership, and growth. And so if you want to be a leader that other people follow and they're being developed into being a leader and potentially the leader behind you, then you want to model it for them and you want to be a great leader in front of them. And so that's number one. Hampton, what are, what's number two? And then what's number three? Two is you have to be intentional to finding and inviting leaders to your leadership table. So that's kind of part one of two. And you know that actually makes me think of our CEO, Cord. Because he would say, hey, there's a lot of things I don't really know how to do well. And there's a lot of strengths I don't have. But one of those things is I, I love finding the right people and bringing them to the table. I mean, Corey, he, he, I can't even make that joke. It's so bad. I was about to say, Corey, he found me and you. Uh, I said <laughs> it anyways. Right. No, but, <laughs> but really, I mean, it's something that I think he's done a really good job at finding the right people, bringing them to the table. Here's what's key, though. After the invitation, you need a system of development you can execute with them. And um, shameless plug. 
that's WildSpark. And if you're yes. listening to this, you you might be a WildSpark user. I hope that as you have ventured into a leadership role, or maybe you were a leader for a while and there wasn't really a system, I hope that WildSpark has been encouraging for you to give you opportunities to learn and then get you together with some of your peers to have these discussions. And if, if WildSpark isn't something that you're using at your organization, know that that's what Core and I are doing. That's why we are here. We want you to learn about WildSpark because growth happens best in the context of community. And that's really what we're all about. If there's not a system for learning, then you are not going to be anywhere close to maximizing your potential with learning. You need a system with other people and accountability. We can talk about that for a long time. I've been selling WildSpark for four years. I will stop now. But number three, finally, is you have to empower them. You've got to empower leaders. The only way to learn leadership is by practicing it. Are you holding people on your team back by not empowering leaders to lead? So I think that a lot of times leaders struggle with this because of insecurity. I think that could be one reason. I think the other reason could be fear that the person they empower isn't going to be able to do it as well as they can. I'll speak to the insecurity first. If you are insecure that you're going to empower someone to do a job and they're going to end up being better than you, congrats. That means you're a great leader. That doesn't mean that they're going to replace you. It means that you help someone live up to their potential. So don't be afraid to empower somebody on your team. And then if you're afraid that they're not going to be able to do it as well as you, well, they're probably not going to be able to do that. Corey has given me a lot of things that he could do better than me. But, but another example of that would be our CEO, Cord. He, in the early days, especially could probably sell WildSpark a lot more than me. But as he has a million responsibilities, he gave me the opportunity to sell WildSpark and I got to spend more 100% of my time doing that. And I got a thousand times more reps than he ever did. And this is his words, not mine. I don't know if it's true, but he was like, now Hampton might be better at selling WildSpark than me. And so if you can... Um, Give somebody an opportunity, even when they're not as good as you, or even when they're not completely ready yet, and then guide them along the way and empower them. That is how you start to develop a leader. So the go and do for you would be to look back at these three things. Are you modeling leadership? Uh, if you're not, it, it's, it's time to take a look in the mirror and say, am I worth following? Am I worth modeling? The second would be finding the right leaders and getting a system in place. And the third would be empowering them. So pick one of those, go and do it. We'll see you tomorrow.